Welcome to Behind the Bookshelves. This is episode 8. My name is Richard Davis, and this Abe Books podcast series is dedicated to telling the stories behind books and the people who love them. Today we're talking about one of my favourite subjects in all the world, weird books. It all started with a book called Manifold Destiny, the one, the only, guide to cooking on your car engine by Bill Schaller and Chris Maynard. I stumbled across this gem while researching cookbooks. I was aghast that someone would go to the trouble of writing a book on this bizarre subject. Intrigued, I contacted Bill and arranged an interview. Bill was a little put out when I asked, why did you decide to write a book on such a weird subject? To Bill and Chris, this was a serious subject, and they'd created a book filled with recipes and cooking times in miles, of course, that was immensely helpful to long-distance drivers. He admitted that the book was a little tongue-in-cheek, but the recipes actually worked, and it serves a purpose. And here's what you can serve. High and dye halibut with fennel, distance 55 to 85 miles. Cruise control pork tenderloin, distance 250 miles. And poached fish pontiac, distance 40 miles. All prime examples of what can be cooked by simply ramping some stuff in silver foil, placing it in a nook in your car engine, and putting the pedal to the metal while listening to Tom Petty on the stereo. Manifold Destiny was helping me learn that once you pull away the best-selling veneer of John Grisham, Sue Grafton and Nora Roberts, the world of literature is packed full of weird and unusual books. Further discoveries included How to Avoid Huge Ships by John W. Trimmer, How to Bombproof Your Horse by Rick Pelicano, Cheese Rolling in Gloucestershire by Gene Jeffries, and the legendary Old Tractors and the Men Who Love Them by Roger Welsh. Each one still makes me smile. How to Avoid Huge Ships is a practical book for small boat sailors showing them how to navigate through busy shipping lanes without getting crushed by cruise ships. How to bombproof your horse teaches equestrians how to ensure their mount doesn't react to loud noises. Cheese rolling is a dangerous pastime in the Cotswolds that involves a very steep hill, a big circular cheddar and lots of broken bones. And there are old men who spend their retirement fixing up old Massey Ferguson's and John Deere's and they are utterly content doing it. When these books are picked up for the first time without any context, they appear immensely unusual. In reality, they often have really useful content. Now, a former colleague called Fernando, who is an insane Argentinian, had a moment of clarity and suggested that we create the weird book room to go along with the rare book room, which is one of the first pages ever built on Abe Books back in the mid-1990s. Of all the thousands of tasks I have undertaken while at Abe Books, and I've done some funny things, I can tell you. Selecting books for the weird book room was definitely the most fun I've had while online bookselling. I'd put random words into Abe Books, such as emu, coffin, liberace, and dog hair, and some stunningly strange books would turn up. Yes, people want to eat emus, and make their own coffins and dress like Liberace, and knit things with dog hair, I kid you not. 
A strange thing happened once we began to promote the weird book room to customers. We thought it was a bit of a joke and would go down well on social media. Well, the books sold like hotcakes, like hotcakes cooked on a car engine. We sold out completely of some of the titles. Years later, people are still buying those books after visiting the page. Of course, not everyone was happy. I think we got some complaints from the crafting community about the inclusion of Still Stripping After 25 Years by Eleanor Burns. This is a book about strip quilting, and Eleanor is definitely not someone who undresses for a living. But it's title. Sheer genius. Some weird books are rather dark. Nuclear Heartland, a guide to the 1,000 missile silos of the United States by Samuel H. Day, is a useful book. For the Russians. This is actually a deadly serious book filled with photos and maps in case you want to do some missile silo tourism. I can't believe it was allowed to be published. Has anyone told Trump? Some weird books are arty. The Stray Shopping Carts of Eastern North America, a guide to field identification by Julian Montague, is really a photography book of abandoned shopping trolleys. It's rather sad. Some weird books are practical. Outwitting Squirrels by Bill Adler. That's to stop these little animals from breaking into your bird feeder. Well, that's a winner. Perhaps what I'm trying to say is there are books on every subject imaginable. Mayonnaise. Sure, there are histories and recipe books. Thimbles. Sure, there are histories and collector guides. Beer cans. Sure, every day I resist a temptation to buy a copy of the International Book of Beer Can Collecting by Richard Dolphin. Cookbooks can be a rich vein of weirdness. Cooking in the Nude by Debbie and Stephen Cornwall. Well, it's just plain dangerous. The spitting oil, for heaven's sake. You've probably heard of the Roadkill Cookbook, which, after living for more than a decade in Canada, I feel isn't that strange. And the Eaterbug Cookbook. 33 ways to cook grasshoppers, ants, waterbugs, spiders, centipedes and their kin. You've probably noticed that I've been talking about non-fiction. There's plenty of weird fiction, but it's just not the same. Real life is much stranger than fiction. There's nothing more bizarre than the things that ordinary people get up to. Going beyond the weird book room, there are unusual books that are odd, but not in a funny way. The Afronaut springs to mind. This is a photography book that reimagined a Zambian space program from the 1960s. This was a space program founded by a former high school teacher that obviously did not get off the ground. It's a little odd, but a very beautiful book, filled full of images of would-be astronauts dressed up in homemade spacesuits. Codex Seraphinius from 1981 is another example. This fantasy art book displays a strange world, complete with its own unique, unreadable alphabet. The Voynich Manuscript is a famous illustrated handwritten book from the early 15th century that has text that no one has yet been able to decipher. It might be some sort of guide to herbal medicine, but no one really knows. In 2013, Abe Books sold two handwritten spiral-bound books of spells for almost $14,000. Spell books are officially called grimoires, and the opening page of the first book said that if it was used by anyone who was not versed in witchcraft, then they would be cursed. 
that's weird and a little scary. Now, I'm going to take another look at that book about cooking on your car engine. Thanks for listening to Behind the Bookshelves. My name is Richard Davis from Abe Books. If you like the show, please tell your friends, or like it, or share it, or tweet it, or leave a comment. We'll see you next time.